Welcome to episode 15 of the RSA Resident and Student Podcast Series, a production of the American Academy of Emergency Medicine Resident and Student Association. RSA is an accessible, collaborative organization that fosters innovation, education, and advocacy for residents and students in emergency medicine. In this episode, Dr. Jessica Fujimoto, resident at Temple University Hospital and RSA Board Liaison to the Education Committee, speaks with Dr. Thomas Costantino, Professor of Emergency Medicine and Director of Ultrasound Fellowships at Lewis Katz School of Medicine at Temple University, and Dr. Ryan Gibbons, Assistant Professor of Emergency Medicine at the Lewis Katz School of Medicine at Temple University and Founder and President of the AAEM Ultrasound Section. Today, Drs. Fujimoto, Costantino, and Gibbons discuss ultrasound in emergency medicine and the importance of completing a fellowship in ultrasound. Welcome everyone to the RSA podcast. This is Jessica Fujimoto. I'm an emergency medicine resident at Temple and I am a current uh, at-large board member and the Education Committee Liaison. Here with me, I am excited to welcome Dr. Tom Costantino, who's Professor of Emergency Medicine and Director of Ultrasound Fellowship at the Lewis Katz School of Medicine at Temple University. And also we have Dr. Ryan Gibbons, who's an Assistant Professor of Emergency Medicine at the Lewis Katz School of Medicine at Temple University. And also, he is the founder and president of the new AAEM Ultrasound Section. So welcome, guys. Thank you. Glad to be here. To start off, can you each tell me a little bit about yourselves and how you became interested in ultrasound? Well, at risk of making Tom's head bigger than it already is, he would be probably one of the primary reasons that I got involved in ultrasound. I trained at Temple under Tom and Harry Gett, who's the associate program director of ultrasound. And really between the two of them kind of inspired me to go into ultrasound. I did the fellowship with them. And then I have stayed on to work with them both. That's kind of how I got into it. Yeah, I, like most of us here, enjoy taking care of patients, especially in the emergency department. And I learned early on that ultrasound was a great way of making me a better physician. One of my first cases was my chairman asked me to look at a patient who came with red quadrant abdominal pain. She was 30 years old. He had already seen her order a radiology ultrasound. They diagnosed her with cholecystitis. And he told me to go take a look at it with my ultrasound machine. And I did. And though I found that she had a thickened wall. There was no stones. Her entire liver was tender. And as I talked to her more, I noticed her IVC was quite dilated. She'd been having symptoms for months. And I looked at her heart and she had an EF of about 5%. And she actually had postpartum cardiomyopathy, which caused liver congestion. And so I got a lot of kudos from our cardiology friends and my chairman for that. And it inspired me even more because I thought, wow, what a great idea to combine a clinician with ultrasound and diagnose patients at the bedside. And it's worked well from there. His answer was a lot better than mine. (laughs) Those are two great answers for different reasons. And since the time that the two of you have thought about going into ultrasound, ultrasound has just like really blown up and it's kind of ever increasing in its presence in resident education. And so with that being the case, with this like ever increasing exposure to bedside ultrasound in residency curriculum, what do you think is the benefit of an ultrasound fellowship? Well, I think that every resident that graduates from an emergency medicine residency currently should be competent to perform ultrasound for their patients in the ED. And so fellowship would be for the reasons above and beyond that, to uh, be the educators in the field, to be the people in the academic positions that are doing research, and even in the community to be the leaders in that 
area continue to train and innovate for the doctors. So I still think the fellowship year is very valuable. Yeah, I mean, I agree. From a point of care ultrasound aspect, all emergency physicians should be proficient in it. And then to a fellow level, and especially from my experience having done a fellowship, it really was to bring it to the next level to be advancing what we're doing in the emergency room as far as point of care applications and diagnosing and treating patients and different interventions. But then also being part of the resident education and even the more logistical side of ultrasound as far as QAing and the billing procedures and things like that that are important not only for academic centers, but from community centers as well. And you guys touched on this a bit already, but what positions do doctors typically pursue or hold after completing an ultrasound fellowship? So you mentioned like its application in going into academics and its application going to the community. They did a survey a few years ago, and it turns out that the majority of ultrasound fellowship graduates do go into community emergency medicine. And I would assume that most of them will hold positions in their institutions where they are directing the ultrasound program for that community hospital and providing education. But a fair number will still go into academics. There's nearly 200 residency programs that need their residents educated. And then beyond that, emergency medicine has been a leader in the field of -of point-of-care ultrasound. And so at the medical student level, at the resident level, at the fellow level, but also outside of our specialty, emergency physicians are finding roles where they are leading education efforts. I mean, personally, from my experience, one of the things that I really wanted to accomplish after graduating from an ultrasound fellowship was to actually bring it into the med school. You know, we see more and more applications, basic point-of-care applications that, you know, are not only just confined to emergency medicine, but really to all practices in the field of medicine. And the earlier we're able to learn this, the better skilled we are with it. And I think taking a role within the med school, especially since emergency medicine has led in the field of ultrasound, particularly point-of-care ultrasound, I think one of the unique areas that we can have a big impact is within the med school and starting a curriculum there, in addition to the ones that Tom mentioned as well. Those sound like great ideas. That makes a lot of sense. I think ultrasound is a great way to give sort of a clinical context for a lot of the stuff we learned that seems kind of basic, like anatomy from the beginning of medical school. So that sounds interesting. On the topic of ultrasound fellowships, what things should prospective ultrasound fellows look for when they're interviewing for programs? There's only a handful of fellowships that have been in existence for more than 10 years. But you probably do want a program that has been established, has some track record with that, has faculty that are more than one faculty in that area, and then have shown to be leaders in the institution, both in the ability to build for their own ultrasound scans, to act on their own ultrasound scans in the department, and be involved in both resident and medical student education, and obviously be leaders in the field of research as well with their fellowship program. There are some changes coming to the fellowship program in the next year or two. We're moving to a a match starting next year, a computerized matched, which will just very slightly change the way applicants will apply to these programs. And then probably within the next couple of years, a certification process from a national body, probably through the American Board of Medical Specialties, will be developed for emergency ultrasound fellows as well. But right now, this is all coordinated through eusfellowships.com, which is a good place for every applicant to go and learn about programs and what strengths and weaknesses they have. You know, for me, obviously, I agree with a lot of what Tom's saying, but having very recently finished my fellowship, you know, I kind of look at it a lot like the residency application process, how many of us approach that. I mean, I think location is certainly important and kind of fit when you are interviewing at the different fellowship places, 
how well you're integrating with into their program and their faculty. I think having an idea of what you want to get out of fellowship and what your long-term plans are, because there are a lot of different avenues that you can pursue with respect to ultrasound, whether you want to be a community doc focusing on credentialing other community docs and billing and things like that, or if you want to be a resident educator, medical student educator, I think there's a lot of different options and having an idea of what your long-term plan is may help you pick where you want to go and what the different programs focus on. Some have more international opportunities. It, it really depends what you're looking to get out of fellowship, I think, will also be helpful in, in the selection process. Tom, you mentioned a new upcoming accreditation system for fellows for their scans. Can you talk more about that? Yeah, there's two upcoming uh, movements that are happening. One is a certification process which is being debated right now by the American Board of Emergency Medicine, our overseeing board, and there's different pathways to certification that are being talked about. One is full subspecialty certification, which would be run through the ACGME like other subspecialty fellowships like toxicology. And then the other one is a very new process, which people can look into if they want, called the Designation of Focus Practice, or the DFP, also offered by the ABMS through our local board, which is the American Board of Emergency Medicine, And those two pathways are being currently explored, and it hasn't been yet decided which one will happen. And that will be to certify people in ultrasound. And then accreditation will be of programs, and that is also an ongoing process where the Society of Clinical Ultrasound Fellowships, which is right now a group that oversees the ultrasound fellowships in emergency medicine, will look at programs and try to ensure that they all maintain similar standards. That's interesting and a good thing to keep in mind for people who are thinking of going into fellowship soon. Ryan, so you just took over as the first president and founder of the new AAEM ultrasound section. Could you tell us more about this group? Yeah, I would love to. First, you know, there's obviously a lot of different organizations focusing on ultrasound out there, and I think AEM is one that can have uh, an impact as well, and it was something that was not present in that society as far as a focus on ultrasound. And that's kind of the idea of we wanted to bring a a focus to that group, especially because they really cater to more of the community type doctors. And I think that's something that's lacking in the field of ultrasound. I think, you know, SAM does a great job academics and ASEP does a great job kind of overall policy and whatnot. But there does seem somewhat of a lack for the community doc and helping them. And I think that a role that AEM can fulfill And certainly it's an avenue to gain more national exposure for myself and some of my other colleagues and an opportunity to educate the greater EM world. That sounds very exciting. What is your vision for this AAM ultrasound section, maybe like 10 years down the line? I think with any group, it starts small. And right now we are obviously the smaller of the three or four major ultrasound groups out there. I started it with a vision that it would definitely be a group that grows significantly. Again, like I said before, the majority of EM docs are community docs, and ultrasound just continues to expand. And as new residents graduate, they are proficient in ultrasound, and they're going to need a group that advocates for them and, and works with them closely within community sites. And I think AEM can serve that role, and obviously I would like to grow the group make it a national organization on the level of SAEM and ASEP's ultrasound group to provide education training to not only, you know, board certified docs, but getting into resident training and medical student training as well, because that's going to be something that's more and more important as we move forward in the future. 
That sounds very exciting. You guys talked about how ultrasound in medical school curriculum is on the horizon. Can you tell us how one might integrate ultrasound into medical school education? I guess I'll jump on this one first. So I think there's a lot of different ways to tackle this. I think it's going to be a challenge, something new. And I think new in the medical field is always a struggle to get people to support it, understand it. Uh, Certainly people that don't have experience with it are, are much less reluctant to work with it. And I think depending on the faculty at the different medical schools, you really need to have uh, support from top down. So from the dean level down and different schools are doing this with varying degrees of success. There are definitely schools out there that have fully four-year integrated curriculum and then other ones that have very simple steps into the med school. For instance, at Temple where I'm at, We've started with a anatomy correlation workshop where we have the med students as first years come in conjunction with their anatomy lab and learn actually in real time what live anatomy via ultrasound looks like. So, you know, we correlate different cases such as gallstones and and fast exams. And that's initially where we started and Tom actually started that many years ago. And then since then, we've expanded where we have an ultrasound elective each semester for 15 to 20, where it's more focused on the basics. And then we, through that, we've developed an ultrasound interest group. And that's kind of where we're at at this point. But certainly the plan would be to expand it into the curriculum. I think one of the easiest areas to incorporate it is if you have a physical exam type of class in your med school, we have a doctoring course that teaches interview skills and you know, how to use an ophthalmoscope, how to use the stethoscope. And I think that's an easy place to integrate some basic ultrasound skills. And I think really baby steps are, are going to be the way to go because certainly it takes a lot of manpower. It takes time in the curriculum. It takes money. And, and certainly med schools are pretty busy to begin with. So I think you know, a stepwise approach and getting the dean's support and then really more so even the student support because that's who's going to drive it ultimately. If the students are really responding well to it, they're going to push for more and more of it in the curriculum. And I think that's kind of the approach several med schools have taken, and that's my hope moving forward at at our institution, just kind of step-by-step building it in different areas and eventually expanding it into the third and fourth year curriculum. There's many schools that have fourth-year ultrasound electives mainly through the emergency departments, but certainly there's radiology departments. And there's other schools that have point-of-care ultrasound much more integrated in, in other fields. And it's just something, you know, again, a stepwise approach over time and recruiting people to help. I will say that as a medical student, I did not do an ultrasound elective and teaching the students going through our department at Temple. I am so jealous and I wish I did one. So for the medical students that are listening, I thought that was a really great opportunity to spend a month doing that that I did not take advantage of. So that would be my advice. And then last question for you guys. Do you have any tips for residents that are interested in ultrasound about how they can get more involved in sort of the world of academic ultrasound or any things that you think they should know for the application process? Well, I think most residency programs now have developed ultrasound programs, so hopefully you have a local resource available to you that you can turn to for individual advice. And then the good news is on a national level, the ultrasound fellowship program is expanding faster than the pool of applicants applying for it right now. And so there should be, for years to come, and there currently is, more fellowship spots available to prospective fellows than there are fellows applying for those spots. So if you want to be an ultrasound fellow, I encourage you to apply. 
and I have an almost guarantee of your success. That's good news to hear. So, you know, I agree with Tom. I think at this point, I imagine all residencies have or should have a well-established ultrasound program, again, because it's a core requirement per ACGME for EM to graduate being proficient in ultrasound. So there should be a point of contact at each of the programs that really can help guide each individual. But, you know, other thoughts would be to try to get involved in an ultrasound type of research if that's going on at your program. If you are affiliated with a school, do they have an ultrasound elective? Do they have an interest group? Do they have teaching, other types of teaching at the med school, which you can get involved with? Are just some of the thoughts that kind of jump out to me that would definitely help pad your CV a little bit, but also, more importantly, help kind of guide your decision-making. Is this something that you really want to pursue? Do you really enjoy ultrasound and teaching and things like that and, and research? And I think that'll even help with deciding what type of fellowship you want to do and where you want to do it because, again, you could be more focused in teaching, research, things like that. And until you get that kind of experience, you really won't know what you want long-term. Any last thoughts for residents and medical students listening? Ultrasound is fun. It makes you a better doctor, and it helps take care of your patients. It's a win-win. That all sounds like great advice. Thank you guys so much for being here. Ultrasound is a really exciting area of emergency medicine, and so I was really glad we got to talk to you guys about it. So thanks for being here. Thanks. Thank you. We hope you have enjoyed this podcast from the American Academy of Emergency Medicine Resident and Student Association. For more information about RSA, please visit our website, www.aaemrsa.org. Listen to all podcasts in this series and explore the ways you can get involved with RSA. Join us again next episode for another topic of importance for emergency medicine residents and students.